We're nice and level now. How'd you like to take the controls? You think I'm ready? Sure I do. One sec. Testing black box. One, two. Ah! Ah! She's all yours, friend. How's it going, E? It's going pretty good. Excellent. Yes. I mailed a box full of coffee just now, so. Oh, gotta love it. <clears throat> yeah. Sorry it took so long. Um, we've <laughs> had some crazy times. Uh, I, unexpected schedulings of apartment viewings because we either have to renew or get out mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. in mid-August, so. Okay. No worries. <clears throat> also, I've been sent to other stores. <laughs> uh -huh. Farmed out labor. Anyway. Oh, I see. Yeah, no parties. I mean, we have access to coffee at well, yeah. places around here, so. But uh, soon. But yeah. Soon. I think next time I'm just going to go down, buy a box, put postage on it, and wait. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, it could just be there. And then yeah. when it fills up, you seal it and go. Pretty much. Yeah, that's all right. I went and got some at the our little store here, local convenience store. That's, I don't know, 130 years old. Mm -hmm. They roast their own beans in nice. the store. Oh. So wow, that's a small operation, eh? It is very small. Yeah, they've they've got about I want to say thirty bags of uh, of beans, and they they have maybe four different types. Mm -hmm. But I got their dark roast, and it's pretty dark. Yeah. I must say, whenever I go in there and they're roasting that day, it's um it's definitely a burnt mm -hmm. smell in yeah. the air, and uh, so they they like their over roasting. Yeah. Did they? So, did you ask where they get their beans from? I did not. I'm kind of curious. They have their, what is it, Colombian, and they have Sumatran. Mm -hmm. Wait, yeah, Sumatran. Yeah. And then just dark roast, it calls it. Hmm. Maybe Ethiopian? I can't remember for sure hmm. now. But I uh, don't know where they source them. Right. Interesting. But maybe only to me. I walked by the Justice Center, so-called. Uh-huh. The, uh, the second precinct, I believe, Portland Police Bureau, to see what's what. The sacred fence is down. Hmm. There were uh, there were several police officers around. Everything's mm -hmm. boarded up on the lower floor, as is the courthouse next door, which is covered with graffiti. Yeah, but uh, it's very strange to walk around a place where previous nights it has been full of protests and mm -hmm. mostly police violence. After that first night, at least. So calm area, but we'll see what happens. Indeed. Shades of the past. Well, but the past being the night before. Yeah. But uh, I like to go around there because this is my city. I live here. I, I live mm -hmm. downtown a few blocks away from all of that stuff going on. Yeah. Uh, including everything that was broken in early June or late May. I, think, I guess it was late May, right? Yeah, I, I believe so. And about almost exactly a month. So if only to both reassure myself and be able to tell anyone else who isn't from here. Mm -hmm. It is It is not a lawless, post-apocalyptic wasteland governed by mask-wearing bodybuilders or yeah. mohawked motorcyclists <laughs> right. uh, or uh, even Antifa. It's, uh, uh -huh. it's pretty much a normal running city. Construction is going on a block away and the, the park is empty if a little dirtier than usual. So mm -hmm. it's, a, it's, it's not a 
it's not a crazy violent scene scene yeah it's so just be aware it's good to get the uh, you know get away from the if it bleeds it leads on the news yes very so. much so it can be easy to fall into, into any trap of thinking that large so-called news organizations are quote unquote on your side <laughs> because they <laughs> may be conveniently covering the thing that you think is important at the moment yeah uh, once the once they decide there's no real controversy or conflict, they slip away mm -hmm. for the most part, which is, uh, which is also why I advise supporting your local papers and weeklies and news organizations. Not the TV, but definitely I've, I've given money to my local weeklies who are going through a hard time, but still keeping reporters on the beat yeah. and, and covering local stuff. Without the na nationalized agenda. Yes. So they can... Get a little more appropriate coverage and relevant coverage mm -hmm. and detail. What is? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Because they're there, right? Not just flown in for yeah. uh, an hour story. Exactly. Fly back out. Yeah. Okay. I've been in a I won't call it a rabbit hole, but on a quest <laughs> to improve my grilling. <laughs> uh, Megan's birthday's coming up, mm -hmm. and uh, she wants me to grill up some steaks. Hmm. So I'll endeavor to make them just right. Right. So. Yeah. You've got some so. serious experience anyway. What are you what are you working on? I do. I still consider myself a grill jockey mm -hmm. versus a grill master. Okay. <laughs> a grill journeyman, if you will. Yeah, yeah. I'm not apprenticing with anyone other than you two mm -hmm. uh folk. So Oh, and the grilling subreddit is is big oh, as well. Of course. But, but most of that, uh as is the shaving subreddit, is kind of show and tell. <laughs> you know. And boy, people cook a lot of chicken wings. Mm. Man, they cook a lot of wings. <laughs> or at least they're proud of them to show them off. Weird. Woo. Yeah, I'm looking to branch out in, into not just straight flame broiling, but also I got a griddle, you know, so uh, it's cast iron griddle so I can do some uh, some stuff that won't, you know, fall through the grates. Mm -hmm. One of my favorite pedantic moments from Good Eats is when Alton Brown did his grilled cheese episode mm -hmm. and made a point of explaining that it can't be grilled cheese if it's huh. not cooked on a grill. What we usually do is griddled cheese. Yeah, yes, that is right. So I'm working on uh, seasoning mm. the the cast iron oh, appropriately right. to a mirror shine, <laughs> or <laughs> perhaps they. I mean, some folks just keep on. You know, they'll they'll oil it and bake it, mm -hmm. oil it, bake it, oil it, bake it mm -hmm. for several times. Some people will sand it down, you know, and ever, ever increasing finer grit hmm. sandpaper until it, uh, there are some folks who'll get it to a mirror shine Wild. and then season it. <laughs> so mm -hmm. it's like, you want nonstick boy. Hmm. Well, as I read and then tried, I, I, hmm, I hesitate to say understand. Uh, you only need to season once, maybe twice if it's done well. Is that, is yeah, that right? Forms a kind of a polymer. Uh -huh. um, but it depends on how rough the surface is to begin with, okay. I believe. Although some other people say, hey, I cook on, you know, I still have bits and points. Uh -huh. You know, it doesn't have to be smooth as, as a baby's butt, <laughs> one person said. Um, but. You know, it's just a matter of. baby's butt. We say bottom. That's, no, that that was a YouTube <laughs> commenter. So they are. Uh, uh, also a different breed. Yes. So anyway, that's what I've been studying up on right most recently. Okay, so it's equipment. You've 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 specialized on e e getting your equipment 
uh, in tip-top shape rather than methods of particular meats or yeah. technique. Yeah, well, I'm I'm working on perfecting my technique as well, mm. but uh, th- I've been working on that a little longer. Right. Also, you know, like lump charcoal versus briquettes. Uh, right. Um, I do use natural, if, if, even with briquettes. I get the hundred percent natural stuff. It's just um, they're they're pressed into a uh, a shape that can um, be more consistent on on the flame mm. versus or yeah uh, versus the lump charcoal. It's all all kinds of bits and pieces so you can get hot zones and cold zones, oh, not cold, but flare ups and, and things as it burns bigger and smaller pieces. So naturally so. occurring chunks of charcoal, is that right? Or specially yeah, well, made right. to be consistent? They'll just chop up a bunch of wood to a, a smaller, you know, more manageable piece, mm-hmm. but not an exact size, right. you know, just it'll just enough that they can charcoalize mm-hmm. in a pile and then they'll, bag it up and ship it off to the lab, as it were. It's just so strange to me that charcoal works at all. Yes, I know. It burns. It's already burned. (laughs) But you can cook on it later. It's like the undead. Hmm. (laughs) Yeah, it is odd. But I don't use the the chemicalese, you know. Mm -hmm. I don't use lighter fluid or the, um, you know, match light where it's got the stuff to help it burn more. Right. This stuff burns just fine. Well, because it'll infuse that stuff into your food. Yeah. Right? Right. And not in a dangerous level, but... No, nah, but it flavors it right. at, the, at least. <laughs> at least. <laughs> yeah. Sure. And some people prefer, oh, that's it's like my, my childhood, <laughs> you know, that... <laughs> uh, howdy, Con. Howdy, howdy, howdy. Here you go. I thought you might enjoy 7.5 gallons of pure premium propane. Are you kidding? No, I cook with mesquite. Give me nice taste of wood. And I cook with propane. Gives meat nice taste of meat. <laughs> yeah, that is a good scene for sure. I doubled on a picture of uh, of him. He was doing a slideshow, and it showed one picture of him where he made a large grill out of two smaller grills. <laughs> <laughs> That's been Grill Talk. Mm-hmm. Here on It's Just Called Two Brothers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is the show. I'm James. I'm Marcus. You want to do a music share? Yeah, because I need to go to work. Got a split. Got a split, man. Mm-hmm. Tell us about it. Okay. I am... <laughs> I feel like I say this every week. I'm a huge fan of Joel Plaskett and have been for many years. <laughs> he is a uh-huh. he's a Canadian singer, songwriter, musician, uh-huh. uh, rock star. As, as uh-huh. rock star as you can get being a, a nerd who writes thoughtful songs in Canada. A, mm-hmm. He People might know his work from the Joel Plaskett emergency, which had a minor hit, I hope. Hmm. (laughs) I hope that's the case in the U.S. with a song called Fashionable People. You restless here, I can't sit still. Everybody at this party's got their fingers in the till. I bet their parents are ridiculously loaded. Let's get moving before Loaded. The dancers need a dance floor. The swing has got a swing. Fashionable people doing questionable things. So people may know that okay. riff or whatever, but uh, probably not. 
probably not most people. And he's just been going strong and putting out tons of music. Um, I think 11 years ago, is that right? Maybe 2009, he released an album called Three, which was three-sided, as you or three-albumed, a three-album a three album collection mm-hmm. of hmm. songs, one, two, and three. And it was uh, huge at the time. Now he's outdone himself for this project, which is called 44. <laughs> and 44 is four separate collections of 11 songs. And he released them all wow. just this year, before his the day before his 45th birthday. Okay. So they very clever. Yeah, well, he's a clever boy. He, <laughs> uh, they have their their theme loosely thematically linked. Forty one is called "Carried Away." Forty two, just passing through. Forty three, if there's another road, and forty four, the window in. That's I N N, like you know, the mm. uh, motel or right know, place to travel lodge. So this particular one is called "Catch Twenty Two. It is um, I've been trying to pick out my favorite song from each of the sections. Mm-hmm. And uh, it takes a long time to listen to all of this together. And I do think it should be listened to in chunks, not mm. just here or there randomized. You, you can do that, but uh, I, I think it's better to hear a bunch of these songs at once because... Yeah, if they're loosely themed, especially. Yeah, and they are they, they vary quite widely in techniques and styles so there's a lot of uh, some there's some slow songs there's some fast rockers there's some acoustics there's some soft not electronic but mellow things some country influence some rock influence some just pensive singer songwriter style things it, it's mm. across the board everything that joel plaskett does in, in one place and it's all new and it's a little overwhelming mm. i try to give an album a couple listens all the way through before I, I don't know, give it a rating or <laughs> uh, if informally, right? Yeah. So this one, I'm, I'm not quite finished going all the way through. I may just continue the music shares the next little bit on my own, from my own perspective on my, my favorites for these. It's because it's so good. It really mm-hmm. is. There, there's not a lot that I am not happy to listen to. There's there's almost nothing that I skip in the past couple of listens. So I think he can be very proud of it. Start 
So they supposedly the he says sort of um, I think he's got some thoughts about the themes that he's put out there. The first one is supposed to be a traveling theme, and then the second one is coming back to unfamiliar surroundings, like returning to unfamiliar surroundings. The third one is uh, lost to found, I believe. That's <laughs> a little obscure, but. And then um, the fourth one is uh, sort of arriving at a personal destination, like a, you've, mm-hmm. you've completed a journey of some kind. Yeah. Um, I get that for the fourth one. I'm not sure I agree with the traveling one, except to say that it feels like m- that it's more a leaving home feeling. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, that's, uh, that's how it sort of goes to me. Mm-hmm. So he's kind of exploring his thoughts about being in his 40s or... Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure, uh, yeah. Turning 45 Mid- and... Yeah, the, a middle-aged uh, reflection, like yeah. Yeah. Definitely that. Mm-hmm. It's a, they, they feel very personal, and he's always thrown some of that in, but this album in particular, it's, uh, I think it's a, appropriately centered on his own feelings and, and thoughts about his life, or about life in general. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Very, very good. I, well, I, I'll explore some of the other, some of the other yeah. things. Is, uh, is Catch-22 the... The 22th song? Yes. Last of section of course, two? You know it is. <laughs> yeah, I was hoping that it would have to yeah. be. <laughs> so, for, uh, okay. for someone who appreciates playing with patterns of numbers and arrangements and puzzles and hidden messages and stuff like that, I, uh, I very mm-hmm. much appreciate him doing all this uh, work <laughs> to make mm-hmm. it fit together in interesting ways. Right. 20, catch 22? It's the 22nd song. That's got to be, right? <laughs> yeah, I hope all right. Well, if you'd like to send us your number puzzles, <laughs> Fibonacci sequences or otherwise, uh, you can send them to bros at itsjustcalledtwobrothers.com. If you tweet, you can tweet it as at IJC2B. And I may finish my newsletter that I've been writing the last couple days uh, before the Sunday deadline uh, so that it can come out in the 26th week. Yesterday was June 26th. It is also week 26 of the year, exactly halfway. So I thought it was appropriate to... Uh, step back in after some serious reflection myself about uh, what I'm doing and how it fits into the world now that 